This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening and welcome to that more calling at Blackball away 3-2 victors. Uh, and in the process, we've managed to relegate uh, Blackpool. Uh, unfortunately for them, they are on their way down and potentially we could be on our way up. You're joining us tonight and it's going to be myself and Stephen. I can see a couple of requests. We will get you on board in a little while. We're just going to have a little chat first, let the numbers build up a bit and then we will get you on uh, in about 10 minutes or so. So Stephen, how was that? Just before you join in, just let me just say one thing. The seagull shot on Gary, uh, Gary Rowett foot, and Zeon Fleming swore on uh, on Sky. It couldn't have got any better, could it? Oh, uh, Sky must love us. Mm. They, they they hate to talk about us. They hate giving us any credit. Although to be fair, I know Morrison obviously is the Millwall contingent, but I thought Charlie Adam actually spoke quite well about us as well. Yeah. Um, and quite complimentary, which you don't usually get from 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 the Sky pundits or the um, anyone else that kind of talks about us. But job done. Um, the supporters, obviously from from the show, we've got Joe, Chris, and Omar up in Blackpool, so they're going to have a great night tonight. And and as much as it was nerving, it was nervy because it was it was sort of up and down, up and down. They they got the job done, and that's all they can ask for. It's all no. they can ask for. Absolutely, that is all we can ask for. Um, I thought there was a few worrying bits in there, but then we just started to get stronger and stronger. And as soon as their player went off injured, I think that was they didn't get they they weren't going to stand a chance. We were just going to overpower and uh, and become victors. Yeah, and I mean, I, I I'm going to do it because I, I can. Um, I called for Duncan Watmore to play on our preview show, me, me, Joe and Ben, and, and they both they both laughed at me and they both told me, you know, I was I'm mad, but I thought Duncan Watmore was brilliant tonight. I thought he, he was the player that we thought we were going to get, hustle and bustle and, and all action and driving us forward. And I thought Ryan Leonard was class as well. And so outside of the, the sort of nervy moments, there were some really good moments of play and some good performances. Some, some weaker performances from sort of like Billy Mitchell, which... You know, I think he's got a bit of credit, so he's allowed to he's allowed to have a bad game. But but overall, they 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 did what they had to do. That they, they won the game, so they they rid their luck a little bit. But sometimes you have to. I think it showed um, great composure and great one, considering that you know Blackpool scored, we scored, Blackpool scored, they come back. Um, you know, and every time they were coming back, and it just shows really that we, you know, even even so much as maybe a few weeks ago. We would have probably more likely sat back, but it just seemed to be when he brought on, if he bring on Ollie Burke, um, Yuri, Yuri, and Bennett, and Bennett, it was. I mean, me and you were texting throughout the match, and it was just like fuck me. 
is that really Rowie or has we got someone else in disguise? Do you know what I mean? Because he was actually going for it rather than park the bus and, and try to do it. He he was going hammer and tongs for that win. Um and I tell you and now, the, the Uri looks a different player since he'd come back from his the, injury, didn't he? The thing with that is as well, is it almost got us that fourth goal. That break at the end where yeah. Uri sort of you were just willing him to just knock it past the fullback and, and run onto it. And that's the difference. When you when you're ahead in games and you can bring on Burke and and, and Bury, who are just rapid, yeah. it really does make a difference. It might you know, it, it doesn't it's not always gonna work, but like tonight it worked perfectly. And I thought them well, Bury and Bennett handled the injury time. I know they only had ten men, but I thought usually the injury time we're hanging on and we yeah. Yeah. and desperately trying to kick it out but I thought the last 10 minutes we were professional and those boys did they did everything that Raul would have wanted them to do yeah no I totally agree with you there I think it was a uh, a well deserved win um, over the moon for all those fans up there which means they're probably going to have a great night in Blackpool now very very strange town is Blackpool most people don't come out on the fist till about midnight um, it's it means probably after Blackpool fans probably won't be out tonight because they're all depressed and they're relegated in League One. Um, but hey ho, I mean, who who was the last team we've been to send down? I was trying to think of this earlier. If you know when you're on the thingy, mate, send us a message or um or get on. I mean, Darren, you're listening. Go ask your old man or go ask one of the historian guys. Who was the last team we sent down? Um, I'll be interested. I can't think off the top of my head. So uh, yes. Um, we see, but no, I think I think Brad Bradshaw deserved to get man in the match, and um, and I was yep. really surprised that you know I thought he might have tried to pick up the ball, even though Gary said if he had picked up the ball, <laughs> you know the players have got four days off now, but if he'd have picked up the ball, he would have been in tomorrow. The thing with that is, and and like they were saying, and Morrison sort of hinted it as well. Bradshaw's a team player. I mean, we we were. Last weekend at Wigan in in the pub before the game, and we were with Tom Bradshaw's parents. They and his, his family were up in the pub with us, and obviously went to the game. Mm. And they were saying that he don't. He's a goal scorer, and he obviously wants to score goals, but he doesn't really care about who scores the. He just wants the team to win. Yeah. It's not, and I think I think of course he's a goal scorer, you know, and he he, he probably secretly probably did want to take the penalty, but as. Rower said, Vogie's the penalty taker, yeah. wasn't on the pitch. Fleming is the deputy, so it's his it, it, it's his ball, it's his it's his time to kind of shine. And I thought it was really important that Fleming scored because I don't think again he had his the best of games, yeah. but he's come away a match he's come away a match winner. But then again though, no, and and it does seem as if Rowey and, and other people at the club seem to listen to our show because again that was called uh, put Fleming out on the right a bit and that was called and and there he was and yeah. But it's like basically we're we're taking credit for the we're taking credit for right. the tactics and the win. Damn right, we're we're the most in depth analysis or um you know kill wall show out there, mate. And if you're not already tuned in, just get across our channels, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all that. Follow our socials and uh, yeah, get ready for next season, mate. Bigger and better, I think, is the way forward. So uh, yeah, right in Stephen, the name of the show is that Millwall calling. Are you ready for some fans? Let's do it. Right then, if you want to get involved, it's really easy. We've got a couple of people already request where we bring on one in a minute. If you want to get involved, if you're, you have to be on a mobile phone and ideally um, you need to press the bottom right-hand corner. There's a microphone button. You press that button, that links you straight back to us. 
we can see your request and we will get you on board. Uh, there are no rules apart from one, and they don't liable anyone. If they come after me, then they're coming after you. Um, so other than that, that's it. If you want to be a dickhead and come on from a rival team and try to give abuse, we have a mute button and a and a, uh, a dropout button, so you will be off air quicker than you can fucking say anything. So, uh, yeah, here we go then. Off we go. We'll start with... Um, we're going to start with Thomas. Uh, go on in, fella. Thomas, unmute yourself, fella. Hi, boys. Hello, mate. You all right? Go on in, fella. It's coming. It's coming. One more match, miss. <laughs> One more match. Yeah, it's definitely it's, it's definitely thereabouts. I mean, it's still not fully in our hands yet, but it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely looking uh, very interesting. Let's put it that way. I mean, what a game! It was just yeah. I mean, I were I were up and down all fucking night. <laughs> No, I get what you're saying there, fella. I get what you're saying. So, um, yeah, I mean, what was your standout moment from the match, mate? I've said it from our countless podcasts. Fleming, he's amazing. Right. I'd have his babies if I could. <laughs> Interesting. Um <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, okay, that's um that's it. Anyone else want to come in and talk? I see Joe there, the uh, the man from uh, Chicago. I see Andy there, the man from New York. Um, any of you boys want to come on and give your views? Anyone else there, mate? Uh, more than welcome to come on. So uh, yeah, loads and loads of uh, of new uh, new callers as well. So uh, yeah, um, so we got a man from New York coming on. Come on in, Anthony. Give us your views. Got it, fella. Off you go. Make sure you're standing inside. Yeah, I'm in. I'm inside this time. Since uh, since you called me out, I will. Uh, I will jump on. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, that match was. Uh, that had all the field. One zero, one one, two one, two two, and three two. Uh, you know, I think I. Since we're taking credit here, Stephen, I will jump on board. Uh, I did comment last time about getting Shackleton into the starting lineup. Uh, that pass to unlock Leonard, who eventually found Bradshaw for the first goal, was excellent. McNamara might have crossed it into the stands. Um, I thought that was that was a brilliant start. I, I don't want to say anything bad about McNamara or anyone, but I will give credit to Shaq there. Um, I de- I don't think uh, I could put George Long at fault for either goal. Uh, that second goal, that's just that that's in the right place. That's that's in the corner. That's uh, that's that's just a that's a quality goal, even from distance. That was that was a nice goal, and uh, and yeah, just just thrilled to get the win. I I don't know if I follow tomorrow morning and pray that Coventry or Sutherland drops points, but uh, I'm just thrilled with the win. Yeah, no, that's it, that's it. Um, Sam, new caller, coming, mate, what are you going to say? Hello, mate, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad, fella. Uh, great victory tonight, then. What are you going to say on it? 
Yeah, it was like fucking hello. Where you fuckers been? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like Jesus Christ. Well, I know I turned up today. Um, I think it was right to drop selling back. You know, he has already been put performing in the last few weeks. Um, I think what no was fucking excellent. You know, it's the first time we've really seen what he's capable of, and I remember few years back when he was setting the premiership tonight for Sutherland or something like that, you know, so glad we got him. Um still think Zian was a bit quiet. It was a bit busier in the second half. That dink from Bradshaw was fucking outstanding. I mean he comes through every time, doesn't he? The little fucker. How does he do it? <laughs> and I quite like seeing Fleming out on the wing though. It gave us a bit more scope, you know, going with the three off. But, yeah, really good game. Can't wait till next week. Um, it's going to be mental, isn't it? And I still might have one of the cheapest season tickets in the Premier League next season. <laughs> you guys still there? Oh, I don't know if Mickey's still there. But, um, yeah, look, I think Tom Bradshaw is... It's, it's it's amazing his record on the sky cameras which which actually i was thinking earlier if we do get into the playoffs and all the games are on the telly he, he he's going to score in both there no i think i think we tonight was uh, to to go back to firstly what anthony said i think uh, bringing shackleton in yeah. i think he was unlucky with the penalty i, I I personally thought it was a penalty. I've got to agree, watching the replay does kind of flip. Yeah. It was not intentional. Yeah. There was no malice. And I was thinking to myself, he probably thought that connection was the ball, not the back of his boob, because it was that soft. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, the thing is, I think Mac, Danny McNamara has been in the sort of firing line the last month or so and I, I just think it got to a point where he probably felt especially after the the game last week and there was talk of words with the crowd and, and whatnot at Wigan I think it was the right call yeah definitely you know it's not to say it's not to say Danny's not gonna um and not gonna come back into the fold but oh, I, think, awesome. I think for the last game but you know the last game I think when Cresswell got injured, that's when I formed it a bit. I've got to say it. I thought he, he was immense for the last Rangers game, and it sort of disrupted us a bit. Or would you? Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've, I mean, I, so we, we do quite a few shows on, on across the YouTube channel, and I, I'd say that the, the problem is when we lost Cresswell is that Cresswell was a, a ball playing centre half. So you could give him the ball, he was comfortable on the ball and he could bring you out because he was happy to pick a pass or try and run with the ball. Cooper and Hutchinson, as much as I love them and they, they, you know, they'll they'll put their body in the line and they'll try and, you know, they'll defend to the death. They're not footballers. They're not footballers. And when you you ask, like, in the first minute of the game, we were put under pressure because Hutchinson had the ball at his feet and we didn't know what we were doing with it. So we got the corner, yeah. Yeah. So, look, I think I think you know Cresswell is a blow. However, if Ryan Leonard is going to play how we played tonight, and we're going to be able to use coming back off a groin injury, yeah, no. what a legend! Um, 
un- unbelievable. Um, just for the regular listeners and anybody else that's, that's on here, Mickey, obviously the, the actual... I'm back now. Um, I'm back. Sorry, mate. No, no. It's back. I don't know. What happened there? All of a sudden, it just went all quiet. So, um, yeah, it went absolutely fucking um, mad. I couldn't couldn't get any sound or anything. He kept muting everything to me. I couldn't hear anyone. But anyway, we're back. Thanks for that, Sam. Um, go on in, Darren. What are you going to say, fella? And I'm like, yeah, um, pretty much like when we first come out, I thought, do you know what? We are literally all over these guys. Literally, we were all over them within the first 10 minutes, you know? Like, when was the last time we scored a goal within the first two minutes? You know what I mean? Even when they was on the attack and they were looking like scoring and then we come back. And then we just started to sit back on our lows a little bit. Do you know what I mean? No, that's it. No, I, I totally agree with you there. I mean, we haven't scored like that. I suppose Watford, we scored early. Scored a hat-trick within, what, 30 minutes or so. But, yeah, let's get some of these tweets that are coming in as well. Uh, Callum Cook says, what a huge three points, boys. What more was unreal today? And that man, Bradshaw, loves the game on Sky, doesn't he? Come on, you lines. Uh, Samuel Will... Um, Liam Kelly says one more was very good. Uh, Bradders did very well again. Ref got both penalties right, but three mil bookings wrong. Love Danny Mac, but form is important. Boys really turned up tonight. Full Cooper was very, very good tonight and didn't put a foot wrong. Red Velvet says anyone else listen to Morrison's comment at the end of Brad's interview? And then Liam gives another message, uh, loud and clear for that. Um, yeah, let's go to that one, Stephen. Um, did you hear um, Morrison's comment at the end about people outside the club have no understanding of what goes on within yeah. the club, and also the club is probably the most stable club in the Premier in the um, Championship, and that it was very poignant, mate. It was very poignant, and that's why we do what we do. And he's right, you know. We, yeah, we are stable. If <laughs> If uh, if anything, I think he was uh, having his first uh, sort of pre-interview for if Gary Rowell was to leave the club. I think he was. Uh, I think he was. Uh, he was saying to the ball, "Come and get me, lads," because I think look, was thinking the same thing as <laughs> as as you know, Mickey. I think we have slightly contrasting views on Steve Morrison and his uh, his status at the club, but. He is somebody that I think does get the club and he does understand how things work yeah. with us and, and the finances and the, the supporters and the, the reputation. And I think tonight it was really strange because whenever we're on Sky, whenever we've been on Sky prior to tonight, the build-up and everything is all about the opposition. We don't get a mention. They don't really talk about us. They don't. They don't really care, to be honest. But the whole... The whole time, it was the majority of the build-up was again was about us. Obviously, after the game, we'd won, and and Morrison spoke really, really well on the on the club. Yeah, and 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 to be honest with you, I think as I say, I think he was doing his first interview. Yeah, I mean, for hours to walk yeah, away. To be honest, mate, him and JB um, are quite tight, so I don't think there'd be much of an interview if he if he expressed interest. I think um, I think he'd be coming on, mate. So. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I don't know if we're waiting to see number, but I don't think Rowe's going anywhere at the moment. No, and this is what we were talking about. He's still speaking, like people were saying, I, I had a couple of tweets a couple of weeks ago saying, um, 
you know, oh, Rowett, I, I don't think he's looking to leave at all, regardless of what happens. Yeah. I mean, and tonight, last week, Rowett got hammered for that comment saying, I don't care where we finish, but I think it was taken out of context. He doesn't care if we finish 7th, 9th, 10th, 12th, because that's outside of the playoffs. Yeah. He wants us to finish in the top yeah. six, but if you don't finish in the top six, there's no difference between finishing, really finishing seventh and finishing twelfth. It's it. it... So I, I think last week it was taken out, taken out of context. Yeah. So this week, I think he he purposely made the point of saying we want to be in the top yeah. six to to make sure that there was no repeat. No, that's it. No, I totally agree with that. So yeah, and I mean also watching um, Fleming and uh, Brad's chat. You can you can see that they've been looking at it and all that. So yeah, David, uh, hi mate, you're welcome to the chat. What are you going to say, fella? Um, I think we should give a bit of credit to Gary Rowett actually for changing the changing the lineup. Um, I think mm-hmm. that you know he does get a lot of stick. He got on the stick early in the season when we were playing really tedious football, and rightly so. But he took some big decisions. Dropped McNamara. Um, you know he he brought Shackleton back in. Um, and I think he and he changed the formation, and you know I think he was as good as his word. He said we needed more intensity. He said we needed to be braver, and I think that the team, you know, and the team he picked was obviously right for that. I was very pleased to see Leonard back in. He makes a real difference, obviously crucial for the first goal. Um, so I think he does deserve some credit for that. And I and I know we're quick to criticise him, but I think he is a good manager, and I think and I think he you know he, he obviously has got it right tonight, and well done to him. The other thing I thought was that after the Wigan, you know, Wigan when we played Wigan, it was like a very flat game for us. But there was nothing, there was nothing on it. We knew we had to win, but it was just a dreadful performance all round. Really shocking. But the Sky cameras, it seems to me, kind of helped us in a way. You know, there's more spotlight. The players have to turn up more. They have to perform better. You know, in front of you know, in front of an audience. You know, a bigger audience. And I think that also helped us as well. Although the occasion was incredibly important for us and. Had we not won, I think we will, would have been, inc- you know, really, really, really deflated. And one final thing, I mean, thank goodness, Watmore played so well tonight. He really, he really played well. I, I think a lot of us thought of it as a really good buy in January, and he's disappointed. But tonight, really, really on it, and very important for our goals. Really, yeah, no, I totally agree with you there. Um... Yeah, me. You know, I mean, we posted before the game. You know, the what we're going to see tonight from Rowett once the team come out was uh, it's either going to be an absolute masterclass or it's going to be a massive mistake. And mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, we're we're happy that it turned out to be a masterclass, really, rather than uh, than a mistake. Yeah. But really, we all thought it might have been looking at the team thinking, "Fuck, we're going back to about five or, or back three with." For the wingbacks, and uh, and actually it, it worked dream, and uh, and it confused. I think for the first fifteen minutes or so, I think it confused the hell out of um, Black. Yeah, I think Rowett said it himself, didn't he? He said he needed to do something to change the energy levels to get something different. In that it was it hadn't been working for the last what two or three games, yeah. and he wanted to do something that would, that would hopefully sort of jump us into doing into into playing a more you know a more effective brand of football and, and, and that's work and that's why I think he deserves credit he doesn't always get it right sometimes yeah. football has been dreadful but you know he, he's, he's he's managed to build up the quality of, of the, t- the players we've got we're not you know we're not we're in this position on merit 45 games gone we're fifth you know you can't ask more you know given our resources you really really can't ask more than that in my view no I totally agree um, 
probably I'll take you they'll to take you were there probably on your way back or in a pub getting pissed. Uh but if there are anyone who was there uh who wants to come on, it's easy to do. Bottom left hand corner, you need to be on a mobile phone. Bottom left hand corner, you have a uh microphone, purple microphone button, press that button, that will get you a request to speak. We'll see that pop up on here and we go from there. Dan Master see you as well, fella lurking there, but no doubt you're probably working. Um Jason Mask, which is um mind your your what is it, mind your fuck I know or something or saying uh, you've come on plenty of times before if you want to come on. Crank, the uh, the super striker from this afternoon, uh if you want to come when you can. Paul, I see you lurking as well, mate, if you want to come on. You were there tonight. Uh always come on. And again, there's quite a few of you who uh would no doubt there tonight see you everyone and those who, who know us uh Good evening, and uh, what a nice way to start a bank holiday weekend with a win, isn't it, Steve? Absolutely, and I think just on the point that David was making there, yeah. just an interesting, just an interesting point was um, the fact. I think we will be on the telly again uh, on the Sky cameras for the Blackburn game. I'll be absolutely amazed if it's not one of the games that's picked as a as a live fixture, especially if. Um, one of Sunderland or Coventry drop points tomorrow, and and I, I think if if that happens, we'll be on the telly. It'll be even more so now, Don. If that happens and Blackburn win tomorrow, because it will pretty much be a straight shootout between us. So Sky will will, will obviously put that. So I, wanted, I mean, I think now they have to give you one week's notice. Um, they can't change it, so yeah, it'll be a one. Well, all the fixtures on the last day, all the fixtures have to kick off at the same time, and they just put them yeah. across. They put them across all the different Sky channels. So I'll be amazed if we're not on the telly. Um, to be to be fair, I think Morrison and Rowett both gave a big invitation to Sky to come, didn't they? And said, you know, if there's anywhere to be where you want to watch a game of football, it's going to be there. So Absolutely, and. I think the other thing to to take into consideration between between all of it as well is that much like Luton, and I think mm-hmm. there's there'll be many supporters of other clubs that if their team can't make it to the playoffs, and perhaps Millwall and Luton or, or Luton, if it's just them or whatever, are the yeah. sides that are in the playoffs. I think that we will we will gain other supporters. I think clubs want Millwall to be promoted. Clubs possibly want Luton to be promoted. They don't want the typical Middlesbroughs, your West Broms, your Norwiches. Yeah. They want they want one of these underdog type teams to get in there. So, I think if if we do make the playoffs, I think Sky will obviously you know the playoff games are shown on the telly, and I think there'll be people watching and actually tuning in and wanting Millwall to to win, not just mm-hmm. Millwall supporters. No, I totally agree with you, Craig. Hello, fella, the super striker. Um... Obviously, if you want to come in first and have a pop at Stephen for uh, digging out your manager this afternoon on the uh, on the live space this afternoon, uh, you're more than welcome to first. But yeah, unmute yourself, fella, and come in. And I'll come to you in a minute, Joe. No, no worries. I want to, I want to set the record straight. Um, yeah. There's no way that I'm a striker. No way oh, okay. at all. I'm as prolific as Gary Taylor Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> well, just take that. See that one for yourself. Craig, what's your views on the game tonight, mate? Um, oh, my God, that was nervy, wasn't it? That was bloody nervy. It was kind of, I was seesawing sort of with my emotions where I was trying to pay attention to the game, but in my head I was thinking, oh, God, we fucked this up, we fucked this up, we fucked this up. Um, and each time that ref was getting on my bloody nerves and all, 
really was. Especially when he was like card happy in the first half. But oh my god, I'm, they do put you through the ringer, but that's Mill, isn't it? That's just the way we play. We can't seem to do things the easy way. I compared this game to like Bristol Rovers away. Um yeah. years ago. That's what it felt like to me. Us just getting that penalty um, and Zim putting it away. Thank God. Thank God. But yeah, nervy start. I thought what more played really well. Um, even though it didn't look like he was quite doing as much as I think others were expecting him to do. Yeah. Um, I thought Zim was actually really quiet apart from the penalty. I didn't think he actually did a lot. But if he's there just to put away a penalty, then you know, yeah. he's, he's worth, he is worth staying on the pitch for 90 minutes. Um, Leonard as well was, I thought, superb. Shackleton did really well covering for, obviously, Dane, Dane Mack coming out of the team. Um, as a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I thought, in terms of tactics, Rarick got it absolutely spot on. And even though Blackpool got two goals, they really didn't actually trouble us too much. I think Long only made one save, really. So otherwise, I don't really yeah. think he actually did much damage to us compared to how we played against Wigan. I was very like, I completely. Was very he was night and day, absolutely night and day performance. I was a bit, I was a bit nervous with Long, mate. Do you know what I mean? I thought, oh fucking, hell, he's fucked up another couple of fucking goals there where he could have gone down a bit quicker and stuff. But hey ho, look, we uh, we turned our victors, and uh, yeah, me and Stephen were pretty much saying the same as you through the game. We were, we were fucking. Oh for fuck's sake, here we go again. Oh for fuck's sake, and when he picked the ball up, mate, you you didn't want to know what Stephen said, but between him picked the ball up and was thinking, oh. But, so, um, yeah, no. i tell you what, though. i tell you what, though. The one thing that was really disappointing, and I've said it a few times, if Long saves the penalty, he gets a little bit of heat off his back. Okay, he didn't, So, and that's fine. But the, the, the one time, and it hasn't happened in recent weeks, but the, the long kick through to Bradshaw, if Bradshaw could have sorted his feet out, that's exactly what he's in the team for. Yeah. That is exactly what he's in the team for, but he, Bradshaw couldn't finish it off. But... I think that looking back, the penalty is a penalty. Goalkeeper, they're then on a hiding to none because they're not yeah, expected to, to save them. And the second goal, yeah, you know, it's from distance, and I, I do think he is an, an issue from distance. But it's in the corner, but it hasn't cost us. So maybe we can kind of 
I think there's still talk for Bart to come back in, but maybe we can kind of get off Long's back a little bit this week, just because I don't think it's really his fault that we've conceded twice tonight. I don't think there's, there's any real difference in. I don't think it'll do him any good at all dropping him now. I no, what I would say at all no, now. I don't either. About no. right, thank, thanks for the forty-five games a season, but yeah, I've we're, we're done with you now. We'll, yeah, we'll I just don't bring, think it, bring in the big gun now. So then we're going. Then we're all podcast is going international all the way across the pond to Chicago, and uh, we're with Joe on board. Hey, doing, fella? You're right. I'm um, Joe. Just before you do join, if you ever want to write anything for our website, mate, then um, yeah, no problem. Just drop us a line, mate, and. Uh, and Ryan's uh, match preview, review, whatever you want to do, mate. But we're happy to put some of your stuff on our website, mate, whenever you want. Well, cheers to that. Happy Friday. As I am uh, very much <laughs> uh, procrastinating other work because who wants to write about Major League Soccer after uh, what we just watched? I, I'm still recovering my heart rate. I, I can't breathe normally right now. It's fabulous. It's terrible. But uh, I, the one negative we got, I'm worried about, is the yellow cards from Cooper in the first half are just so frustrating to see because he just can't be as aggressive, and you know he loves to take that tactical yellow in the second half. So that's one thing that's had me worried. But I mean, Bradshaw's fabulous. I really liked what I saw from Tyler Bury when he had a little space in that bench role. I mean, it's good to see him healthy, obviously, but. Uh, Wow, what what a day to support this team! I've, obviously, Ryan Leonard. If that man could only just stay healthy all year, what what could be? But I, this game better be on Sky because it makes uh, the international viewing audience that much better. Uh, as much as I love Carl and Max, uh, the big screen's the big screen, and wow, I, I I'm I'm. I'm, I'm uh, are you saying that they really match up to Sky Sports? <laughs> no, no. So what I do is I end up putting them over the broadcast because I get mad because they'll call a uh, Bury Burry on the broadcast, yeah. and then I'm like, all right, I'm done with y'all. But oh boy, what what a day! I I'm jealous of all of you who are going to be there uh, on the holiday. Kudos to everyone. Uh, come on, Millwall! It's it, this is a fun time. I I'm just. I was looking at some stuff from earlier this year and just there was no way I was thinking we were going to be in this position in the last week of the year. And I'm just happy to be there. And it's fabulous. I'm going to be wearing my Millwall stuff to every Chicago game the next week and a half and going to be hearing about it. So it's represent for everyone and hope everyone's doing well. Cheers. No, that's good. Well, let's see if they hit some of these um, tweets. Uh, Terry Lindsay says, what we're doing in this league for me is unbelievable. People say the league is poor. However, at the end of the day, our budget is a lot lower than anyone else. Plus our striking options are, uh, let's just say, low. We are still there. Keep dreaming. Uh, I think Terry has point there, Steve. Don't you? Yeah, and I think it was made clear that, you know, we're, we're one of the most well-run clubs in the championship. But we do it because we know we have to be because our, our books are so finely balanced. We, we don't have the budget to be able to go out and, and spend and, and pay big wages. So I think there is a lot of credit that has to go to Robert and, and the board. I, I, look, I still think that they blew a massive opportunity in January. And I know, you know I don't want to be too negative. We won the game tonight and we've, we've got a chance and we're looking forward to the games tomorrow. 
we really could have been secured in the playoffs about three weeks ago if we'd have had a bit of investment and another striker in. So I think there's still work to be done. However, the fact that we are where we are on our budget with one proper centre forward is an incredible job. And 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 I think when people say the league's poor, the standard of the championship is obviously of a lower quality than what it was perhaps, I don't know, uh, three, four years ago. You know, it, it, it's clear to see. But the teams are much of a much. They, they're all of a similar ability. Anyone can beat anyone. And I think... I think the fact that that's the case and we are in the top six, I think it's something more of a better, I think it's a little bit more of a better achievement because whilst anyone can beat anyone, as 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 um, I think Charlie Adams said on the commentary or on the punditry, Millwall are in the top five on merit. We deserve to be there. I know tomorrow we might be back out of it, but we deserve to be where we are. So there's a lot of credit that needs to go to a lot of people behind the scenes. It could have been better and perhaps should have been better. But perhaps we should focus on the, the positives and the fact that we, we've got a really good opportunity to, to make the top six now. And I'm maybe, back again, sorry. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, look, I, I think just to, to, to echo, I think a point that, um, that uh, Joe made just then, that I think the, the credit for players like you know Ryan Leonard. If 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 we could keep him fit, he gets so much thick Leonard, and he got so much stick because we paid over a million pounds for him. We all knew what the price tag was, and he replaced Savile the first time, <laughs> but he wasn't the same player as George Savile. And I think people are now starting to realise just how good he can be for this side at this level. Yes. He might not be able to cut it in the Premier League. We, you know, who know a lot of our players might not be able to cut it in the Premier League. But for this level, he's such an important player. And I think tonight showed why he was put straight back. No, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, Dave coming, but Dave has gone again. Big E, good evening, Big E. Um, and again, if you want to come in, then press the uh, purple button to request to speak and you can get yourself in. Um, I suppose now there's a, a tweet when we come to Stephen, which is... Um, I'll make sure I don't press anything this time. Um, what says uh, Jack Costello uh, says, Blackburn haven't won in nine games. Could go either way. But do we have the bottle? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think what I would say, and this is perhaps a little bit of a rallying cry for the, the supporters, what we really, really need is I know people are questioning Rowett's football. I know they think that we're too negative and defence like defence minded. And we all know that he is defence minded coach. Next Saturday sorry, next Monday, that the atmosphere in the den has to be vicious. Nasty. It has to be horrible. It has to be... Mr. Morrison, he, he, they, they spoke, didn't they, about what it's like in a playoff game. Yeah, grin on his face. Cause he, that Huddersfield game. That Huddersfield game, that atmosphere is exactly what we need next week. Yeah. And, if, and, if, and, if, and if the players are not quite at their best, well, let us terrify the life out of Blackburn and make it and try and make you know something happen from that way because we can't go into it with a flat atmosphere. We've got to be bang on it from 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 kickoff no, and, totally and try and get them over the line. So totally. I've got to get them over the line. Totally agree, Dave. Coming, fella. 
Hello, mate. Yeah, um, I just listened to them last couple of comments that sort of said, um, you know, we, we deserve to be where we are. I mean, I sort of disagree. I mean, I've never known a, a, a league where no one seems to want to go into the playoffs. I think we've been very lucky, um, you know, with other clubs sort of uh, losing and that. My question is, is sort of if we did get into the playoffs and we did go up, you know, just for example, I mean, how far would we be behind, you know, in the Premiership? How I could see us going down with the lowest ever points. Well, Dave, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. You give me one season of going to Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, I couldn't care less. Uh, if we get promoted to the Premier League, our club is going to be secure for so long in terms of financial security. And I think that's something that we need. We need investment to keep up with perhaps longer term. One season in the Premier League, getting the fans away from home and get them to these big grounds and, and then and then keep the club secure. And I think I think that's job done, really. Yeah, I think I think we'll be fined heavily, mate. And I think all the money we make might be going away. But it it'll it'll be fun for a while. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you boys how how big you think that gap is now between the championship and the and the Premiership. It just seems so massive to me now. I mean, I know clubs like Brentford have uh, obviously done all right, but that gap seems to be so far. I mean, look at Nottingham Forest signing thirty odd players and still being in relegation. But I mean, it's such a massive gap. I don't think people can ever make up that now. No, I totally agree with you, and I, and and this is an interesting debate. Well, we have we've had in our group and we've had on shows before, and I think it's. Uh, it's a really interesting point because I think realistically within the Premiership, you're looking at, okay, apart from Newcastle this year, but you're probably looking maybe four or five teams what will always be in that top half, in that part of the table, regardless. Mm. Um, and they're cemented over the years, you know, you like so Liverpool, Man City, um, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, those, those sort of teams will always be in that level of the table, Spurs, etc., they'll always be. They might have a bit of a shit run where they need to rebuild, but they'll always be, you know, eight and above every year without fail. And then you yeah. know, the teams will come up from the championship who get a bit of a break um, and have a little bit of a run, like the Leicesters and and those sort of teams where suddenly they they'll have a bit of a luck or they manage to stay up. Um, the likes of Brentford, etc. But yeah, it'll be interesting to me, mate. It's just um, how, how, how I sorry, messy. No, yeah, sorry. How that um, how Brentford their their model obviously works. Yeah, um, they haven't spent massively like uh, Nottingham Forest did, but that obviously works. It does give you that sort of impetus to, to to try that. But I mean, their model absolutely works, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, like, their model. I mean, their model would have played in the league one a couple of years ago, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, their model won't work for us until we've done the training ground. Once the new training ground's all built, then I think that model will probably be taken on because it seems as if that model's being taken on by a lot of teams recently. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that's... The way the way for it to work properly is that you've got to pretty much become self-sufficient. Yeah. So the only, you've got to look at other ways of bringing in your income because I think FFP now, I'm not 100%, but I think FFP now is based on your turnover. So, you know, the money you've got coming in, if you've got hotels there, if you've got, you know, shops or pubs or, you know, a complex as such, then obviously you're going to be having a lot more money coming in. And that's where, you know, and taking the youth, finding youth players, buying them cheap, you know, developing them and selling them for 20, 30, 40 million pounds and more, 
all of a sudden then you've got a merry-go-round of, of finance coming into the company. Coming I, I mean, don't quote me on this, but Brentford, I think their, their stadium holds as much as what we have at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they haven't gone above their thing, but I mean, they beat Chelsea the other day, so that, that model obviously worked, but it's whether... You know, my only concern is, is if we go up, will we try to stay up? Or will no. Beresman get his money back and try and... You know, that, that, that's my concern. Will he go for it or not? I don't really know. I don't think they're... I mean, I don't think they go for it. I don't think they suddenly get £100 million and then spend, or £200 million, whatever it's £120 million, whatever it is, and then suddenly spunk it all. I think it'll be it'll be well invested, and I think that we'll have a go at it, but I don't think we will suddenly see the likes of players like Ronaldo or, you know, or Messi, you know, people like that. I don't even think we'd probably spend players £20, £30 million because I don't well, think they'd want to kill the wage budget. Um, I've got one last question, lads. I mean, you're the same as me, and I've had this thing about Berylson, you know, he keeps us going, he, he saved us, he does all this sort of stuff, but, you know, when you look at other clubs, I'm thinking, why is he here? Why is he happy to lose that money? Why is he never put and gone for it to do anything. I mean, look, I, I love the man, but I don't see any ambition from him at all, and I don't understand why he is the chairman or why yeah. he's, he's happy to swallow that money. I just what word of you. I don't think he's. Said I mean, I think what he loses to a degree is minimal. Um, yeah, he loses about a million pound a month, or just over a million pound a month, which compared to other clubs um, isn't massive. Compared to them, I think on the on the scale of it, it was something like I don't like hundred and uh, I think we're about hundred and forty, hundred and forty or two hundred pound or two hundred something pound per hundred pound we make on wage and everything else, which isn't massive in the in the game. But what did you get out of around it around football? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, he gets the fact that he's made since he's been here, the club now is very stable. It's got a very solid yeah. foundation. When the regen. And the other bits and pieces are built and the training centre and all that, then I think there's an option there for him to get most of his investment back. I mean, in, in total, I think he's probably put about £70 million in. And that's what I mean, mate. That, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know how a businessman could say how that works. I mean, me and you would look at that as a business and say that's a failing business. And you would have thought he'd gone for the redevelopment, but I mean, he's never, that's not happened for a long time. I don't understand how he. What's the point? Do you know what I'm saying? I just uh, don't understand. To be fair, to 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 come in there. To be fair, I think you're right from a business sense, but I think John Berylson has bought into what it means to be associated with Millwall, and I think I get I get the cost of seventy million pound. Yeah, but but also the guy the guy he it, it, it clearly doesn't impact his life and his other businesses, does it? So no, it's it, it's not like I think it's like all it, potential attacks. There yeah, there must be a tax break or something there. But I think at first it was he was there for the region because there's there's public documents out there from the papers back when he first came involved, and you know he said, well, if the football don't work, then you know the buildings are all, all you know all there and all that. But I think he got the bug, um, and then I think he's just falling in love with the club, the fan base, and everything else because I think. We are very appealing to the American audience to a degree because of what we stand for. And I think that's, yeah. you know, they, they like all that commitment and honour and, and all of that. And I think that's it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he's taking his fair share of abuse. And I think he's probably, from from people in America, I've heard, and I think a lot of it is, is that, that that attitude, what every single one of us has got who's on this call, 
or, or, or listening to this now or listening to it as a podcast is that we support Millwall because there's something about them. You, mm. you don't mm. find Millwall, Millwall finds you. And once he's found you, he doesn't let go. And Mate, you've actually you've hit the nail on the head. I was talking to a couple of blokes in the pub and I was trying to explain what it's like to be Millwall. And I sounded like a, you know, like a boring basketball. I think it's so different from supporting Arsenal, Tottenham. It's it's a way of life, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It really is. It's yeah. like I, I can't. I thought like I'm preaching, but the, the people don't understand how much it is so different from these clubs, isn't it? But what, what sorry, boys? The last question before I go is, um, why do you think no one has come in with a, with the club being you know the closest club to the you know the city of London, uh, great. You know, support great this, but no one's ever coming. Do you think that's our reputation that's put off big bidders to come in and actually buy the club and make something of it? I think so, and I think I don't think JB would sell it to someone. Sorry, Stephen, I don't think JB would sell it to just anybody. They need to have the whole package. They need to be sold to Millwall before he'd even think about selling them. Well, JB and... does love us to bits, and I think the other thing with that is as well is I think that you have to be I think Berylson now certainly is but I think you have to take on a lot of other stuff that, that comes with that's like, what man, with being that's, associated that's, with Millwall that's, that's put off potential buyers you know really big players in the game I think that's put, that, I think that's put them off in the, in the past and also it has and also though I think if you if for example if you was to pump in if someone was to come in with a ridiculous amount of money I think it would change the club too much too quickly and I just don't think that that I, I I just don't see how that would be a, a, a successful story. I think Berylson has done it. it. There is there has been progress. It's been slow progress, and obviously you know we've already spoke about his finances. But you can't you know can you imagine if you if 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 you you know Mill will try to turn into sort of a Fulham, you know you get all this vast money. It, it just the whole thing would fall down. And I think investors and people like that. You know, they just wouldn't come to us. But in a way, I'm quite pleased they wouldn't because it would take us away from who we are and what we are. Right, I've got one, one last question, which I've always been a bit concerned about, about going, going up. Do you think if we went up, the FA would sort of mould us into the, the, the club that they they want to be with these, you know, people eating pizzas in the stand and they, having popcorn and, and all this? This is what I'm worried about. I think if we go up, I've seen it with West Ham, the heart's been taken out of that club. And if the heart yeah, taken but... out of Millwall, that would be the end of me because I wouldn't go again. I mean, if I see the heart taken out of the club, and but that's what happens when you grow up, and that's what I've always been scared of. Unfortunately, when you become a Premier team or an established Premier team, you become part of the Premier League, uh, Premier League machine. And yeah, unfortunately, the the likes of popcorn and pizza and things like that, it's quicker to serve. There's a lot more yeah. margin in it. And that's why, you know, Wembley and all that, or mass crowds, it's, it's a lot quicker for you to walk up and go, oh, I want this than it is for, you know, for cooking all that time. You're thinking they can buy the popcorn, reheat it. It's, it's all about margins. And that's, 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 the thing. but do you think they'll take the heart out of our club? Do you think no, they'd actually like to take the heart out of our club and we'd, we'd have, you know, uh, day trippers and all that sort of stuff and it wouldn't be the same club as what I've loved do you know what I mean I've always liked being against the system and I think once you're in that system are you become you become that and that's it I, I, I'm not sure I, I I would hope it wouldn't happen uh, um, I that's think what I'm worried about what yeah what what makes us who we are is the fact that you know 
we think that, that you know the refs are against us, the Lionos are against us, the FA's against us. Mm. You know, I mean, I saw something fantastic the other day that since the UEFA president turned up, or the, the, he was at the ground, wouldn't he? Since he turned up, we, we our form's gone out the window. So even UEFA are against us, uh, and I mm. think it. You know, I don't. Th- I think they would perhaps there would be a lot of things implemented to try and make change to the club mm. in the Premier League. But I think that the, the the main the core support and the core you know backroom staff and support staff I I, I think they know that Mill supporters if they're not going to have it they're not they they just won't and that's why I think it would be one season it would be one I mean, season. You said about the same. You said the same about West Ham and look at them now. I mean, are they the same club that you knew all them years ago? I don't think they're the same club at all. I think they've been totally. Taken control by the FA, and and, it, and then so, and if you talk to any hardcore West Ham supporters, and a lot of them don't go anymore, they would say that they're totally changed. It's a club that they don't don't recognise anymore. That may well be the case. And whilst I probably wouldn't be an advocate of talking about that lot on on a, on our on our on a little podcast, but but I would say I would say that with them is that they have been in the Premier League for a considerable amount of time and I think that they have over time been moulded into a a um the image of the of the Premier League. I yeah. don't think that would happen. I don't think Mill would have the longevity in the Premier League for that to really happen. I think we would have our season and I think the supporters would have their season. I think the players would have their season which I think Across the squad, across the fan base, I think everybody deserves to see Millwall play top football again. Just to, yeah. just just one season of it, for one thing. But I think the longevity. I think what you said earlier, the gap between us and some of the other clubs would be yeah. astronomical. We would we would beat we would beat a couple of teams at the Den. I think we'd maybe pick up a result away from home. I'd fancy us at the Den at, at least a, to win a couple of games. But I think it would be one season where the supporters can, you know, we, you know, sadly myself, I wasn't, I wasn't alive when Millwall last played in the top flight. I'm sure there's many people listening that were, and I think just to do it, just to see us in the top flight for everybody to have that again, I think that's yeah. just that's what we want. Well, I think you don't have that ambition. What's the point in supporting the club? You've you, you got to have yeah. that ambition, haven't you, to go up. You know, you ha- you have to have that. Otherwise, there's no point being a football supporter, is there? No. What, well, what's the point? What's the point in in the footballing pyramid if you're only going to cap yourself at the second to best level? That's right. Yeah. There's there's no point. You you have to. And again, and this might be a topic for another time. And I'm sure Mickey will agree with me. There are thoughts and opinions that perhaps that. You know, maybe the championship is where the club want to be and mm. see us. However, I think you have to have that ambition and you mm. have to have that drive because you're asking supporters to pay for their season tickets, which they have. They bought eight. You know, there's eight thousand of us. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. you know, yeah. you can't ask people to support the club if you're just going to cap it. You have to be pushing and pushing all the time. Yeah, totally agree. Right. Yeah. Stephen, hang on one minute. We've got Craig. Craig traps. Um, he does a weekend breakfast show. Go on in, fella. Yeah. Go on, Craig. Uh, can you hear me, mate? Yes, mate. Uh, yeah, I'm just listening with interest there. Um, uh, I'm actually a Leeds fan, but um, I've got a few Millwall mates. It's not your fault, mate. That's the best. Parents, all right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm listening with interest because 
obviously you guys are on the verge of uh, maybe going into greater things, and it's nice to see. It's nice to see uh, a, a proper club shaking things up down there. And I'm listening, um, you know, to what Dave was saying about a bit worried about going up and things like that. But it is down to your manager at the end of the day because we went up with Bielsa. Um, he took a, a really rubbish championship team into the Premier League and he, he he kept with the squad. And we did upset a few teams with our atmosphere and I think Millwall can do that. If Millwall go up, I think they'll stay up um, purely for the fact that it ain't, it's not an easy place to go, is the den, as I know myself. Uh, yeah. And I wish you all the best, and I think you'll you, you'd be all right there. Oh, thank you very much, Greg. And I think that's probably good... yeah, thanks, Greg. I really appreciate it. I think um, I think that's probably a great place to uh, close this down, then, Stephen. Um, just double check on the on the tweets. There ain't any other new ones. Uh, Andy London said, "I thought we blew it. I've booked to go to Florida with a wife for May. Come back." The 28, well, usually score when I go for a piss. So hopefully they will score loads while I'm in Florida. Good luck to all those involved with the club, Mill. And he uh, gives us the final. Before we shoot off, just to just for the listeners and, and for the benefit, at the moment, obviously, on, across the podcast, we've been putting out, hopefully, some content that you guys are enjoying. Um, Joe and Chris did a show with Benjamin Bloom. That's on the channel. We've got uh, Blackpool previews we'll have Blackpool uh, reviews as well we've got Who Are You we've got all the live shows and we've got everything across there and I know Mickey would have, will echo this but we appreciate all the support and the comment and the fact that you guys tune in to, to listen to us waffle and, and go on about the That's club it. like you all okay. we all, right. we all do, love you it do, you do fantastic and uh, always you know, 100% supportive and uh, I, I love what you do so keep doing it boys really proud of you thank you very much Dave well that is it we'll be back Sunday night for the YouTube side of it, possibly. Um, and then, obviously, we've got a big game a week, Monday. Uh, he's been Stephen. I've been Mickey. This is That Mill Calling, your live interactive fan show on Twitter space. That's it. We're done. We'll see you again on YouTube over the weekend. Many thanks. Good night, Bye, guys. Bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.